0: This is Story Quest, brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. The famous paddle steamer Red Gauntlet sailed out of Liverpool in the early morning mist. Captain Bobo was keen to get to Hlandidno by ten o'clock. He had arranged a minibus to take the crew to the foot of Mount Snowdon, the highest mountain in Wales. The mist was thicker out at sea, and it was chilly standing out on deck. Reuter and Billy would have liked to be snug in the ship's cosy tea room, but they knew that it was important to keep a close watch on where the ship was headed. Suddenly, Reuter shouted, WHEELS! as the mist cleared briefly over to his left. Captain Bobo ran over to the door of the bridge. He called down. Reuter, are you sure? We're a good ten miles away. Sheila's checked the navigation and we're nowhere near, Klandedno. Sorry, I mean, wheels. No, Wheels. Was in the marble, not the country. As he spoke, the mist cleared again, revealing the outline of the enormous creature about 200 metres away. The whale started to slide beneath the waves and gave a little flick of its tail just before it disappeared. I think we'll wait for a few minutes and see if the whale resurfaces, said the captain. Bleep! Slow ahead. She could reappear anywhere. The crew eagerly scanned the water, hoping to see signs of the whale. Just as they were about to give up hope, the whale suddenly broke the surface again, but this time it launched itself clear out of the water. Did you see that? shouted Billy in amazement. Fantastic! said Emma, the apprentice engineer. She had just come up from the engine room as the whale did a fourth spectacular leap. How big is it? she asked Puffy Watt, the chief engineer. About ten tons, he replied. They kept watching, but this time the whale did not come back up. Captain Bobo turned to bleep Whales can stay down for over 20 minutes, so I don't think we'll wait around. Resume normal speed. Soon the destination was in sight. Right, said Sheila, as the minibus pulled in at the little railway station at the foot of Snowdon. Billy and Emma are taking the train so they can go paragliding. Bleep's going too Captain Bobo raised an eyebrow Seriously, Bleep? Are you sure? Billy's going to take him He'll be quite safe Billy's an expert, explained Emma Right, that's settled then, said Sheila Take your pick, everyone Either take the train or walk Puffy had already decided to take the train He loved a steam train And the moment it arrived, he rushed off to talk to the driver. The train was ready to start. Billy and Emma clambered in with all their paragliding kit. Bleep was beginning to have second thoughts, now that he was actually on his way to the top of the mountain. It took about an hour to get to the top. Halfway up, the train stopped to take on extra water to help it on the final push to the summit. Bleep mumbled something about getting out and walking, but Emma told him not to worry as she and Billy knew what they were doing. At the top of the mountain, Emma and Billy found some space where they could lay out their parachutes and put on their helmets and harnesses. The little train chugged by on its way back down. Bleep wished he was on it. Puffy was at the controls, and he gave them a little toot on the whistle for good luck. Happy that everything was in order, Billy helped Bleep into his harness. Billy and Bleep would be flying in tandem, so he clipped them both together securely, ready for takeoff. Bleep's knees were knocking as he looked at the view. Before Bleep had time for second thoughts, Billy shouted, Ready? And he pushed Bleep forward down the hill, shouting, Run, Bleep! Run! With no time to think, Bleep simply did as he was told. Within seconds, the parachute wing rose quickly into the air. Bleep felt his harness tighten They were airborne. His legs kept on running, just in case. You can stop running now, Bleep, Billy said. We're up, and look, so is Emma. Bleep was amazed. It was like nothing he had ever experienced before. Billy swooped and soared. It was like being in another world. After about 20 minutes, Billy signalled to Emma that they should be thinking of heading down the mountain. They turned towards the railway, but something odd had happened to the little train. Something was blocking the way. They went down for a closer look. A big black bull had plonked himself down on the tracks and was not moving. Both Puffy and the engine driver were trying their best to make it move out of the way. They'd sounded the train whistle. They'd sent great jets of steam hissing into the air. They'd even leaned out of the cab, waving red warning flags. But the bull simply wouldn't budge. Leap realised something had to be done. He told Billy... ''If you can get me down there, I can sort this out.'' ''I didn't grow up on a farm without learning how to handle the animals.'' ''Okay, Bleep,'' said Billy, ''but it might be a tricky landing.'' Bleep gave a thumbs up, and so Billy started a gentle spiral down. ''I'll try to touch down as gently as possible, but there's a bit of a crosswind so I can't come in too slow.'' explained Billy. As they came into land, Billy shouted out, Bend the knees! It was a perfect landing, although Bleep took the knee-bending instruction a little too far and fell over. With them both harnessed together, that meant Billy fell too. Emma followed them down, laughing at the two of them, floundering about on the ground. Meanwhile, the bull, who had been watching... "'returned contentedly to chewing on the tasty trackside grass. "'Bleep walked over to the bull and tried a gentle nudge, "'but the bull stayed put. "'He then clapped his hands and gave it a firm shove. "'The animal lumbered to its feet but looked around menacingly. "'Bleep seemed unconcerned and responded with a firm call. "'Move on! Move on!' as he waved a stick in the air. Moments later, the animal plodded off, just as Bleep knew it would. The passengers cheered, and the driver waved his thanks and started the descent. They watched the little train disappear. Well, they could have at least offered us a left bark, said Bleep. Yes, said Billy. Bit of a problem getting back in the air from here, I'm afraid. Looks like we're walking. An hour later, Bleep, Billy and Emma finally reached the bottom. The engine driver and station master were there to greet them and offer them a well-deserved reward of a special Welsh tea in the station's cafe. This is a Bell Media production, narrated by John Sessions, supported by the Audio Content Fund. Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode.